International Folks and friends, enemies, rivals, associates, romantic partners, friends again, victims, everyone, welcome to the inaugural episode of I Learned Nothing, a podcast about philosophy. A philosophy podcast. A philosophy podcast. Mm-hmm. A philoscast, we call it. <laughs> a philopcast. A philopcast. Yeah, I don't know where that B came from. I'm going to flop all over you, but anyway... Uh, <laughs> My name's Pat Dean. I'm a, a host of this podcast. I'm joined today and for all time. And even after this podcast ends and we, we all, uh, our society collapses, you'll still be by my side. Mr. Ben Cholak, how the fuck are you? Hey, you fucker. How you doing, bitch? You motherfucker. <laughs> fuck you, man. Fuck you, dude. Um, <laughs> ben, this is a philosophy podcast. It is, yeah. yeah. Basically, the concept is... So... You, you you want me to say, so yeah, you yeah. reached out to me uh, because you, you in desperation you, in desperation because you know nothing about philosophy, <laughs> um, and uh, uh, you asked for my assistance because uh, I was a philosophy major. Yeah, at um, you can go ahead and say it, Princeton University. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and that's the extent of my expertise. I don't remember a lot of it, so we'll see whether you, you learn anything or not. Yeah, I told uh, our friend James, like, yeah, I'm starting a podcast with, with Ben where he explains philosophy to me. And his response was, Ben studied that 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I, that didn't even occur to me. Um, yeah, I don't remember a lot of what I mean, like, I, I remember the parts that I like and then uh, conveniently ignored the parts that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot like uh, choosing a religion. Yeah. <laughs> you just go, well, you know, I like this stuff. Everything else, though, ooh, right. just ignore I, it. I do philosophy during Christmas and Easter only. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, a cultural philosopher. Yeah. Well, because those are the times I have to spend with my family, and I have to wonder what existence <laughs> is all about. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my thing is that I don't know shit about philosophy. There's a lot of no, stuff. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I honestly don't. There's nothing. The topic I picked today is only borderline philosophy yeah, at best. So Pat knows so little about philosophy that the <laughs> the topic that he chose. <laughs> Let's talk about Domino's Pizza. It's like Pat, that has nothing to do. The, the topic that he chose is Schrodinger's cat, which <laughs> is actually a topic in advanced quantum physics. Yeah, um, I, I feel kind of dumb. Yeah, but uh, so I don't know anything about quantum physics, so I had to fucking learn all of it in a week. Um, which I did successfully. And, um, of course, see, yeah, I know you did. So yeah. here's my thing, Benny. There's a lot of stuff I don't know how to do. I mm-hmm. don't know how to fix cars. Uh, I don't know how to fuck. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know anything about philosophy. However, uh-huh. you do know me. I know you. <laughs> so after, you can teach me uh, about philosophy. You can teach me how to have sex well. You know, you can teach <laughs> me all kinds of things, Ben. So we're going to learn about philosophy. So your background, you major in philosophy. What? Mm-hmm. Real quick, because it's the inaugural episode, what made you do that? Well, what's, when did your interest in philosophy begin? Well, basically, I was, I've always been interested in philosophy um, since high school. Um, sort of when I really realized that Christianity wasn't real. I started... <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> hot takes! <laughs> yeah, I started to look for like other you know, uh, worldviews or ideologies <laughs> that could help explain everything. It's um, funny that you decided that Christianity wasn't real... When you're going to a Catholic high school. Yeah, is that funny? I think that's kind of a natural, <laughs> well, a natural progression. I, but I, what I love picturing is like the priest, right? Mm-hmm. At school. Yeah, that you, you went to this school for one year, I too. did. That's where yeah. we met. We met when we were 14 years old. I was 13, but yeah, okay. Well, I'm yeah, a little more mature than you. Uh, <laughs> but I just love the idea of this guy who's like, has a doctorate, you know, in theology. Yeah. He's dedicated his life to this religion and I just love the idea of 15 year old you being like yeah but it's stupid like I'd be so I would strangle you um yeah I'm actually surprised oh, I might yeah. strangle you now I was such a piece of shit too I thought I was smarter than everybody 
Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I was I was reading fucking like Nietzsche and not understanding it. <laughs> Just carrying the book around like a piece of shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it was like the same guy who like uh who reads uh Infinite Jest on the bus. Oh, yeah. Um that was me until I realized that that's insufferable. So I I started hiding it. <laughs> 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 yeah, I love that you didn't stop being insufferable. You just learned how to hide it. <laughs> yeah, basically, still, I'm still insufferable. Shit, yeah, just no one knew until they got to know you. Oh yeah, I'm a prick. So you were you you you're interested in started when you were a teenager then? Yeah, a while ago when yeah. I was I don't I don't remember an age, but right. yeah, uh, and then that continued on. But then I also got, actually got really into science, and then so I wanted to major into in like a, an actual science when I when I uh, got to college. Science. And then, um, fucking sick. Of and then I, uh, I got a D in statistics, <laughs> which means that I could never be a scientist. <laughs> so I made, so that's why that's the real reason why I majored in philosophy is because I, I suck at statistics. So you couldn't hack it as a scientist. Uh-huh. So you became a philosopher. I mean, you, no, I'm not a philosopher. <laughs> well, you know, I've but, spent a lot of time with you that you, you have a certain philosophy to life. I, I don't know. know if I do. Actually, what's really Plusy weird. Cranky. Yeah, cranky. Don't see I guess annoyed by it. <laughs> Wake up. Ugh, the is that sun. A, is that a philosophy? If that's a philosophy, then yeah, I'm a crankist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cranky and I like to crank. <laughs> You're a cranker, dude. Yeah, I'm a cranker. <laughs> so you, you, you got, you majored in it. You got a degree in philosophy mm-hmm. from Princeton University. Yeah. What was your parents' reaction? Um, I don't think they really cared. They were. This is when they were still proud of me because I was. Uh, I was going to Princeton. Yeah. And then, um, fuck. Like ten years later, I haven't done anything with my life. So now that's like the the um, what's it called? The uh, kind of mileage that I got uh-huh. <laughs> off of Princeton has, <laughs> has has passed long ago. And meanwhile, my brother is like going to be a plastic surgeon. And oh fuck is your in, brother! Is in medical school, so they like him better now. Well, you know. So, so they were initially okay with it, and now, you know. Yeah, they were fine with it. Because, well, my mom assumed that uh, I would just use that to, like, apply to law schools. Right. And then I did, uh, and I got into one law school after applying to 20. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and, know, I, and, I did, and I decided not to. But go. it all prepared you for this podcast. For this podcast. See, my thing is that I... Which li- I'm really banking on, right, by the way. Like, if, if this doesn't work out, I'm ruined. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Dang, There's, that's a lot of pressure. So you, you better fucking learn something. <laughs> well, my thing is that uh, I, I, I'm interested in, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's talk about you. Well, my thing is that I, I love just, to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a, a knowledge whore. Yeah. You know, I just fucking go crazy. Yeah. Just I love open knowledge. Yourself, open yourself, open your legs wide to knowledge. Oh, dude, all the time. I'm like, oh, yeah, I love knowledge all over my face. <laughs> yeah, on my chest. You know, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love to learn. I fucking love it. But philosophy has always been something I can never wrap my brain around. Like, I've, I've uh-huh. read entire Wikipedia entries about these different philosophical things that I'm bringing to you. Right. And at the end of it, I'm, I'm more confused. Like what is this? So All right, yeah. So just, why why do you think you're you're always getting confused by them? Like, what's the problem? Do you think? I think what happens is, if I read something and I understand all the words mm-hmm. in that sentence, but I can't comprehend what that sentence means, yeah, it makes me furious. <laughs> okay. It makes me so mad because I don't. I'm not the smartest person. I don't think I'm an idiot all mm-hmm. the time. Like I can comprehend. You're things. not a dumb person. No, not always. Honest. No, not always. But with philosophy, I'm the dumbest person who's, you, you'll ever meet. Ever. Yeah. You, ben, look at me. <laughs> you've met the dumbest philosophy student you've ever met. Um, I'm you taking statistics. Well, I mean, you're also the, you're the dumbest philosophy student I've ever met because you're the only philosophy student I've ever had. So that also means you're the smartest philosophy student I've ever had. Oh man, I'm gonna have extra pep in my step. Yeah, there you go. After that sentence, let's <laughs> let, let, let's get into it. We've, we've uh-huh. introduced ourselves. Let's talk about our topic, which I guess isn't actually <laughs> philosophy. This so, is a disaster. <laughs> um, yeah. So Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> which uh, before we get into it, I want to know why you wanted to learn about this because I have read that God. Okay, I have read that goddamn Wikipedia entry <laughs> about this stupid cuck and his goddamn cat uh-huh. so many times because people love referencing this thing. Okay, this pops up in pop culture, like in like science fiction and shit like that. Movie, like people bring right. this shit up, and they okay. So it's from that. So from from science fiction and stuff that you've read, they like, referenced it, and every time. 
they reference it, I feel like they're like winking at the audience, and I just take the wink and I can't wink back. <laughs> and I'm a winker, Ben. I love to wink. So basically, you just want to wink back. I just want to be in on the joke. <laughs> you know, okay. I want to belong. Well, so I've I've heard about this in pop cultures so mm-hmm. many times, but I I literally don't get it. And you. Okay, have to help me. What do you know about it? What is what are there a couple things that you kind of understand about okay, it? Okay, I understand that this motherfucker hates cats. Uh-huh. Uh, that's the first thing. Second thing, I guess the theory is that this cat is hanging out. Uh-huh. It's down the time of his life. Yeah. And he's alive and dead. Yeah. No. Okay. So that's just cat think he is. You, you kind of have it already, actually. But what does that mean? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I can read the thing. Okay. Yeah. So I'll explain that to you. Please, um, I'm dying. Uh, it's funny. I love that that there's actually a cat in the room. Yeah, there is a cat in the room as we're talking about it. And it's blissfully unaware that we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> blissfully unaware of its impending doom. It doesn't know that it's both alive and dead at the same time. Well, it's, it's actually very alive. Um, we'll but then maybe why. it's not, according to this motherfucker. Okay, so hold on. There's like a lot of crazy shit <laughs> that happens Holy because shit. of this thing. Um, all right. Who is this guy? This Schrodinger. Yeah, so Erwin Schrodinger. Erwin Schrodinger is this Austrian physicist. Uh, he lived uh, around like the first half of the century. He died in, I don't remember when he died, something like 61 or something like that. He used to live in Ireland for a hot second. Really? It was weird, yeah. Weird. Um, he was personally invited by the Taushash uh, or or whatever, however you pronounce that shit in Irish. Oh, who uh, knows? Who's the president of Ireland? I don't think basically. they know. I think they're all faking it. They're making it up. I'm pretty I sure. I think they're all just, they're just making, making it up. up. They know their accents are charming enough. They can just say things, and you go, oh, "All right." Yeah, it's like there's an M and an H together makes a V, and it's like, <laughs> that like "What are you talking about?" Yeah, <laughs> they're just laughing in the face of logic. These yeah. fucking mix. Exactly. So that's why they hired this guy because they love illogical people. Damn it. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's, that's, I digress. Uh, so anyway, yeah, he, he was born sometime in like the, the late 19th century, died in the mid 20th. Um, but, uh, he's really important. The reason why he's so famous is because he's one of the founding fathers of quantum mechanics, uh, which God, is just hearing that makes my yeah. toes curl in a bad way. <laughs> um, right. Which, <laughs> yeah, which we said is his physics, but quantum mechanic mechanics is actually pretty cool because it has some pretty fucking wild uh philosophical implications okay that's good because i remember being like okay here's my first idea this fucking cat fucker yeah you're like that's not really that's quantum physics and i got really mad at myself but then you went no no yo there's some philosophical stuff to it i was like god i hope ben's just not trying to make me feel better about myself um well i was but also uh (laughs) i need it ben but but so many losses lately but (laughs) <laughs> but, but that coincided with uh, there actually being some uh, philosophical implications to it. Fuck yeah, dude! Um, I don't, I, I don't know it. where to even begin with this fucking guy. Um, he's a real wackadoo. Yeah, he's a real wackadoo. All right, I guess I'm gonna try to explain a little bit of quantum mechanics to you. Oh no! As background. <laughs> so what happens? Well, what happened was uh, this. Um, this fucking Jew, uh, Albert Einstein, he... Uh, this guy. I keep hearing about this guy. Yeah. He and this other guy named um, Max Planck. Uh, <laughs> Max Planck? Max Planck. He's this other German physicist. Uh, they God, f- that sounds like a fake name you'd have to make up on the spot. <laughs> they all sound fake. <laughs> like you just... Like someone like a cop's like, what's your name, son? And you look up and you see maximum occupancy. So you go, Max. Yeah. Uh, then you look down and see a Planck. You, and you see say Planck. Wood, and you're like, Max Planck. Max Planck fucking rules. Yeah. Actually, that is kind of a... That would be like a good porn star name. If you Max Planck? Yeah. Oh, you, God. <laughs> and getting, <laughs> it's called getting planked. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, all you aspiring studs listening to this. Um, yeah. <laughs> that will be really weird to... <laughs> <laughs> to see that because for the people who know who Max Planck really is they'll be like does that guy name himself after a fucking German physicist why not man yeah. I mean, that'd be the funniest reference ever um, so Max Planck and him anyway. are hanging out yeah Max Planck well first of all Max Planck discovered uh, this thing called the quanta which is like a, he figured out that energy is actually distributed in, in like these little packets do you uh, believe him well, yeah, because it's it's science and it's fact, wow. and everyone believes that <laughs> now. Um, but before that, everyone believed that uh, energy co- like propagated continuously. It was like kind of like a beam or matter or like cannot a- be created or destroyed. Ben, yeah, <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Um, piece of trivia. It kind of has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Well, so. you know, <laughs> just trying to educate the people. Um, 
But yeah, so anyway, people basically thought that energy as a as a quantity couldn't be like divided. Okay, it was like a substance that that just kind of it just was. Yeah, it, it just, just was like what flowed. it was, man. It kind of flowed. Um, but this guy discovered that quanta, um, or the singular term is a quantum, is like this little packet of energy, and it go, and it, and like light things like light they uh, kind of flow out through the universe um, like one at a time through okay. these little packets. Um, and then Einstein was the one who figured out that these are basically what photons are. So photons are like the quantity of light. Okay. Do you got that? I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, cool. This fucking rules. <laughs> um, I'm like learning. Yeah, you're, you're learning. It's, it's, it's cool. So that's the start of quantum physics. And that sort of, they kind of discovered all these like crazy things about subatomic particles. Protons and neutrons. Protons and neutrons, yeah. That's electrolytes them. or electrons? Not electrons. Not <laughs> electrolytes. Electrolytes are the things in Gatorade. Um, Damn it. <laughs> yeah, but Gatorade contains atoms. Yeah, right. So, so I was right. You're right, yes. Electrolytes also have electrons. God. Um, but, <laughs> uh, so yeah, ele- electrons, protons, neutrons, photons. Um, all that good shit. These are all, yeah, all that good shit. All these things are things called subatomic particles. Okay, okay, I'm with you. Now, the thing that quantum physics discovered was that, quant- that uh, subatomic particles act in these fucking bizarre ways. Okay. They... Um, there's no way to like predict how one of them will act. Um, you'll never be able to find out its position and its velocity at the same time. Whoa. It's um, like me. I'm yeah. fucking unpredictable, man. Right. A loose cannon. You're basically like uh, an electron. Yeah. You're, yeah. Some days. Electron Dean. Some days I eat pizza. Some days I don't. Who right. fucking can tell? And no one can predict no one what knows. you're going to do next. Exactly. So you can only be described by, <laughs> by quantum principle. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, um, dude! Yeah, which uh, is pretty tight. You should go by Quantum Dean. Oh, yeah. Maybe I will. <laughs> um, maybe I will. I think you should. Anyway, um, do you have any questions so far? Do you got you got me right? I'm with you, man. Okay. So the thing is, before quantum physics, uh, everyone kind of assumed that the world acted uh, according to the classical model of physics, which was basically laid down by Newton. Um, and he described everything as like, you know, these objects that have mass, uh, you know, velocity, they have tr- like solid tra- trajectories that you can yeah. track. An so apple like, fell on his head. Right. Guy exactly. was obsessed with apples. Obsessed with apples fucking that caused some sort of brain damage that turned him into a genius. <laughs> just I guess. turned him genius. Yeah. <laughs> to the opposite brain damage. Maybe what we should do is just throw things at my head until I understand oh, yeah. everything. Fuck, well, fuck this. I'm going to get a bushel of apples and yeah, shuck just shuck them at your head. Yeah, come on. Why not? And then we can eat the apples and be yeah, healthy. those bruised apples that I just threw at your head. <laughs> It'll be delicious. Oh, God. Um, Make applesauce using my fucking scalp. God, that'd be the weirdest thing. So, people, someone walks in, Jay walks in, he's like, what are you doing? It's like science. <laughs> <laughs> who was that motherfucker who shot a, uh, uh, an arrow into an apple on his son's head? Oh, was William Tell, yeah. William no, Tell? that was in Newton. <laughs> no, William Tell was the one. What does he have to do with philosophy? Nothing. Then why'd you bring him up? I didn't. You did. Well, fair enough. All right. Um, so I'm with I? you on the science shit. Protons, neutrons, electrolytes, Gatorade. Right. Gatorade. Michael Jordan. Uh, Jordan is like the biggest electron there is. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, so, so because Newton fucking laid it down in the 1600s, everyone just kind of copied him and thought that everything... Uh, uh, you know, acts according to his laws okay. that he came up with. And a big thing about that was um, if you knew the initial conditions of like any object that you wanted to study, you could, you could predict with like a pretty good degree of certainty exactly where it would be like later on in time or something like that. Okay. Okay. Um, that all changed with quantum physics because the behavior of these little particles, these subatomic particles were completely totally fucking random so max planck yeah planked the fuck out of newton he planked the fuck out of newton he yeah, newton, newton got yeah newton got solid scientifically cucked scientifically cucked yeah. holy shit well einstein cucked him too it was a gangbang oh my yeah. god einstein well einstein got him from another direction basically eiffel, eiffel towered newton oh my yeah. holy guacamole yeah, yeah. it was fucking awesome <laughs> yikes um okay so these little particles they they you can't predict how they're going to act. Right. Like if you, one example is this, uh, <laughs> this is, a, there's a, this experiment called the double slit experiment. 
Um, Hell yeah, dude. I've seen right. that video. Yeah, yeah. I knew you'd like galore. this. <laughs> yeah, it's on Tube Galore. It's called the Double Slit Experiment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so basically, in this double slit experiment, um, <laughs> this was conducted in like the 1800s. And this guy, uh, his name was something young. I don't remember what his first name is, but it doesn't matter. Young Jeezy? Who cares? Um, yeah, it was Young Jeezy. <laughs> so Young Jeezy conducted this experiment. <laughs> Where, where he, uh, he shot like light. I mean, he didn't even shoot light. He shot loads of light. Just he's dropping, dropping loads, loads. Dropping loads. No, he actually, sick rope. He made a he made a box and he put it out in uh, you know under the under the sun at noon, uh-huh. so that uh, light beams from the sun were shooting directly uh, into this box through a hole that he put. You know what's top. so crazy to me? What I cannot believe that anyone has ever accomplished anything <laughs> like what you're saying right now uh-huh. oh i have this idea i'm gonna put a box right. out so the sun i wouldn't even no, know I, how to make the where do you get the box from i would never i wouldn't have like i read about the experiment and i understood what it meant but i would i'd have no idea how anyone could come up with the with the idea of doing that where do you think he got the box from it's the 1800s they're not just lying around like they are today well, they probably made a box the, the box That's was existed in the bullshit. 1800s what are you talking about no i know they did but like where would you get them from i don't even know where to get them from i don't know where to get them from now you don't know where to get a box well i do now i go to a liquor store and say do you jesus have dude boxes and they'd say yeah here's some boxes i'd take them home right how would i make a box he probably there were boxes i don't know dude that's my point <laughs> is that like people the fact that he was like the fact that he had the idea right and then actually followed through on oh, it. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a box, a mystery box. <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> where you get the box you're from? You're focusing on the wrong part of this. This is why I don't understand anything, because I, I read something and I go, where the fuck did this motherfucker get a box from? Well, so, yeah, so you got you to not focus box. on that. <laughs> um, I guess something I got to teach you is, um, like, where to, where to focus your attention. <laughs> well, I get my I mean, hey, Because man. <laughs> you're, when your mind starts wandering at box, like, where did someone get a box <laughs> I got a lot of work to do. We're so, going to need more than an hour, buddy. So he takes a box out. He the gets sun a box. hits it. Somehow that proves okay, hold on. So that he, God's real or whatever. In the box, there's like a, there's a, a, a layer that has two slits cut in it. Okay. Right? Like in the middle. Um, and then at the bottom of it, uh, there's like this, um, I guess like some sort of photographic like plate or something well, that could yeah. like record the light. Um, Crazy. And so... What happened was uh, he basically did this this uh, this experiment to confirm that light behaves like a wave, um, because what happens is the light goes through the first hole into the box, and then when it goes to the next level with the two slits, it uh, goes through the two slits, right, and then it uh, it forms this weird pattern uh, on the bottom uh, on the uh, photo s- still or whatever. Yeah, um, that is basically like what you'll see is uh, like bumps of light with like little borders of darkness between them. Wow. Okay. And what that proves is that there's interference going on with the light rays, which proves that uh, light behaves like a wave. Whoa. Okay. Do you have, do you have that so far? I'm with you. Okay. So then about a century later, Einstein proves through the photoelectric effect. I'm not going to get into the whole thing. because E equals MC squared. Yeah, but it's not that yet. Oh man. We're not there yet. Um, Einstein basically proves that uh, light also behaves like a particle, which confirms the quantum thing that uh, our friend Max Planck that Max Planck planked about. Yeah, yeah. So that proved that particles like or uh, light uh, behaves like a particle. Crazy. Okay. Now the problem with that that created a huge problem because light can't behave like a wave and a particle. At the same time, it can't have both characteristics because the two ideas are mutually exclusive. Okay. Okay. So that's where that's. Oh, I'm seeing the connection. That's where the confusion lies. So now that's getting. So now that's flipping people out because they're like, well, it can't be both, but they have this scientific, this uh, experimental evidence that shows that it does behave in both ways. Okay. Okay. Um, so people don't know how to interpret that. They have no idea like what's going on. What a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Now. Um, what happened uh, about like maybe 50 years later, someone conducted this third experiment where they did the double slit experiment. <laughs> yeah. Um, but instead of using whole rays of light, they just, now that they knew that, pro- that photons existed, they shot light 
but just one photon at a time. Okay. Okay. Right. Because remember, because light is, fo- is is just photons. Yeah. Okay. And God is light. And God is light. So they shot God through these two slits. Whoa. Yeah. Man, don't even joke about that. Right. And it just created the world. It's just, you drop <laughs> loads. Just created the was, new, yeah, created <laughs> new universe world. in this little box. <laughs> yeah. This box. Yeah. Fucking God shot his load in a box and oh, created God. the world. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what? This is a learning tool. I'm helping you learn. I'm trying to learn. Um, okay. Does any of this not make sense? Yeah, do you have I'm any questions? still wondering where he got this goddamn box from. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to, you're going to have to move on. I, have, I mean, look, there's some things I'm just never going to be able to understand. All right. You know? That's the one mystery of the universe. The one mystery. Where, where that dude got that fucking box. Yeah. Um, his mom made it for him. All right, let's just say that. <laughs> All right, so uh, they shot photons uh, into the same box, right, with the two slits. Right. Um, and uh, they noticed that with each... Each time they shot a photon, um, it uh, it went through either one of the one of the two slits. All right, right. Um, so when they so they figured that like okay, if it's going through either one of the two slits, it should be going like fifty fifty probability wise. Okay. Um, but I bet that didn't happen. Well, no, yeah, right, because Hell it yeah. started it started diffracting in the same way when they did. One after the other, they shot a ton of them. It started diffracting, um, and it formed the same patterns. Okay, um, which showed that uh, basically this photon could basically decide which hole it wanted to go to. Okay, um, which doesn't make any sense. Like you should, if you're shooting one photon, if it's acting under classical physics, it should keep going and land on the same spot every single time. Yeah, right. But it kept. But it kept like diffusing all over the place. Why? Okay, so they don't know why. They still don't know. They still don't know. They don't know why. It, what are we it's paying so, these guys it's, for? They don't know why it's so unpredictable. Let me tell you something. Do uh-huh. you know how infuriating it is that we have things that we don't understand? Yeah. Why do we need sleep? <laughs> I don't fucking know. No one knows. That's another. That's another episode, man. But that's what I'm saying. It's like there's, you know, how come these photons are, are acting like assholes? We don't know. Right. What do we do about this? Well, this is why we have this podcast. We're going to yeah. solve some mysteries. No, we're not. That's not the point of the podcast. The podcast is for me to explain to you uh, as much as I can what we do know. Well, then, yeah. Then and I it's only use... about philosophy, too. The fact that you made me study quantum mechanics for a week is I'm furious. What I right love now. about this is that this podcast essentially is me giving you a homework assignment. <laughs> and then I do nothing. Yeah. I just set the equipment up. <laughs> I feel like I should give you a test after this. And if you don't pass, you, you kick me in the balls. I kick you in the balls. <laughs> as hard yeah. as you can. Right. In front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not, but then that won't work because that'll just, <laughs> that'll, that just gives me incentive for you to fail. So what happens now? So the, all this light shit's going on. Okay. People are going crazy for it. Max Planck is planking it up. Albert Einstein, you know. It's a troublemaker. Um, basically, they find out that uh, atomic bombs, yeah, these stuff. subatomic particles. It's not just photons, but electrons and neutrons and yeah. protons and all this shit. They they don't know when you're measuring just one of them. Uh-huh. Their behavior is like is so wackadoo. You can't figure out where they're going to land, what they're going to do. Crazy. No idea. But if you uh, if you like you know observe the, a lot of them at the same time, uh-huh. or um, or if you you know do like a statistical study of one like over and over and over and over and over again, which is what they did with the photon, um, there are patterns. You see, you start seeing patterns. So you can sort of start to predict, but it's based on probability. All right. Okay. Um, so that's where Schrodinger's cat comes in. Okay, here we go. Yeah. So what happens is, the thing with quantum theory is that... Uh, it fucking rules. It, it kind of fucking rules. Um, but since with any one particle, you can't uh, like predict how it's going to act. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also figured out that basically the only thing, the only way that you can ever find out that uh, one particular particle acted the way it did is is through the act of measurement, which means or, or detection or observation or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So like the point at which the photon hits that uh, photo thing at the end, mm-hmm. um, that determined the path of of the photon. But before that point, at any point before that point where the photon was detected, the photon could have been in any any state. 
uh, it could be traveling at any speed. Well, no, it only travels at one speed because light travels at one speed. But duh, right? But it could be like traveling in you know totally weird, uh, you know, direction. It could be uh, you know spinning in some way. It could be it could have like a weird frequency at any point. Like there's no way to tell between the point that you shoot the photon and detect the photon. There's no way to know like what it's like crazy um up is down down is up, up black is, is down white. down is so not cool up is, is down. uncool it's up and down at the same time it's uh you know cool and hot at the same time hey, like let me ask you something does this stuff kind of worry you a little so that's yeah basically that worries everybody that worries scientists a lot it's or worrisome it worried them a lot because it, they weren't used to it because everything up to that point was like we can we theoretically we can map like made every single point along that the good old days thing. yeah the good old days basically like quantum physics got rid of the good old days and Holy so shit all these scientists that's actually it's weird that you bring that up because the guy the one guy who fucking was the most troubled by it and fucking hated it he hated quantum <laughs> physics <laughs> Hated it. Do you know who that was? Uh, no, I don't know who. Fucking Einstein. Einstein? Albert Einstein hated quantum physics. Really? Because he hated that, like, you couldn't figure out uh, the, the, the exact direction of, of, any, of any, like, subatomic particle. Hmm. He fucking hated it. And that's why there's a famous quote of his where he says, uh, I don't believe God plays dice with the universe. Because what quantum physics implies is that at the, at the subatomic par- particle level, uh, it's all random. So, do you think he didn't believe in it? Um, he, With that quote, it kind of implies he doesn't believe in it. It's not that he doesn't believe in it, it's that... Um, Is there a God? Are you asking me? Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I don't fucking know yeah, anymore. <laughs> so, what about the Einstein guy? Yeah. So he fucking hated it. He 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 didn't he's like pissed. that. So <laughs> this is basically the pissed. equivalent for me when Metallica cut their hair. He's like, this used to make sense. Everything was cool, and now all of a sudden, oh shit! You're like some fifty year old man with short hair. Right. Yeah. And master now, of puppets. And now you're lost. Now you're lost. Yeah, totally lost. Um, what Einstein hated about uh, quantum physics wasn't. It's not that he didn't believe in it. Uh, he he. What he hated was that all the people who were into quantum physics, and that's like this guy Niels Bohr, um, uh, Werner Heisenberg, and all these other these other. They're all. I love his documentaries. Heisenberg. (laughs) He didn't make any documentaries. Um, He uh, so they all were satisfied with not knowing what individual particles do because they were focused on. Be on on the fact that they developed this like theory that explains how they act in a crowd or like a lot of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, Brian Stein said, fuck that man. Brian Stein was like, fuck that. I hate that. Um, Schrodinger kind of agreed with him. Whoa. Uh, Schrodinger was actually like, uh, yeah, it's, it's fucking weird that they're like, okay with, with not knowing exactly how a single particle behaves. Uh, So that's why he um, came up with Schrodinger's cat. Now what, the hell is this cat deal what's the deal with it how so, does it work yeah what's the point and how do we stop it basically schrodinger hated cats and he loved <laughs> he loved mutilating them in all sorts of different ways um which i don't know if it's true or not i just like to spread that rumor yeah why not well fuck <laughs> yeah. him he's dead right yeah he's dead yeah um hey he hated cats he hated cats no he didn't hate cats i don't he uh, well, then why do you use a cat because it's a thought experiment. It didn't really happen. But why... You didn't actually do this. <laughs> why use a cat of all creatures? Because cats are kind of uh, strange beings. They seem otherworldly. Well, they're about to get stranger. Oh, my God. Go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, basically, all these, they're all these like quantum theorists, uh, they were like kind of led by this guy named Niels Bohr. Uh, and he came up with uh, this... It's what's called the Copenhagen interpretation of quantum of quantum physics. Okay, which basically says that okay, so we don't know what's going on with single particles no. until we detect them. Uh, and what they figured out this thing it's called the the theory of measurement or the problem of measurement, which is basically that like in quantum with quantum states, uh, which is like what what state a particle is in, what position it's in, how fast it's going, all that shit. 
Um, All that good shit. Yeah. The the only thing that determines what its path was was the act of measurement itself, which is weird. So that means that the simple act of us observing the particle makes it behave the way it ha- it does and had behaved up to that point. Wait, what? So yeah, so that's what the interpretation says. That's not what physical reality says necessarily, but this is sort of how they interpret it. So the wait a minute. So you're telling me the fact that we observe it land, uh, like okay. So you have a, a photographic plate. You shoot a photon. Yeah. at it through the slit or love whatever. doing that. Yeah, uh, you when you fire it and then it lands on the plate and you see where it lands on the plate, the fact that you observed it land on that part of the plate made it land on that part of the plate. How is that real? So it's not necessarily. It's not necessarily real. If a real. tree falls in a forest uh-huh. and no one's around to hear it, uh-huh. does it make a sound? Yeah, it does. It absolutely does. Well, that's kind of what you were just talking about. So that's because that's not a quantum... Sound is in the quantum uh, state. It is to me. No <laughs> Oh, okay, well, <laughs> this is, I love this this podcast teaching, teaching someone who's just obstinate and refuses to learn. <laughs> refuses to learn. So, <laughs> but I'd be like, well, I can't help you if you just decide that, that sound is a quantum. That's movie. a crazy thing. Yeah. Did Einstein believe that? No, no, he hated this. He said, no, that's fucking bullshit. There's no way. Do you think it's real? I don't know. Okay, so that's not the only interpretation, too. There's a lot of... It gets what are even the other crazier. interpretations? It gets even crazier. Hold on, because we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm sorry. All right. I'm excited. So, but that, that plays an important part in, in Schrodinger's cat. You have to remember that. Okay. That, oh, that, right. So, when you observe shit, that's what makes it It happen. makes it go one way or the other. Dang. Okay. Um, okay, so there's that. Before you observe it, that particle is what's, in, what's called a superposition. And the superposition is basically saying that, okay... Uh, let's say a particle, like a, a photon, is uh, on a path or on a direction that's going to land on section A or section B of the photographic plate. Right. Okay. Um, before it actually lands on the plate, when it lands on the plate, say it lands on section A, the act of you observing it land on section A is what made it act is what made it land on section A. That's crazy. Okay. But before it actually hits the plate. And before you observe it, the the photon is in a superposition where it lands on section A and section B at the at, same time. At the same but time, but you observe the one and not the but other. You only observe the one and not the other. Dude, okay. I'm fucking, I'm in. So it's in this weird I'm learning. Yeah. So it's in this weird like position. It's in this weird like. It doesn't make sense to human brains. No. It's 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 baffling. And that's why he used a cat. Right, so that's why I use the cat. So that's what he said, where he says that, like, okay, we know that this is true of these individual particles. Uh, can is there a way to extend that to uh, get rid of all the cats? Ma- macroscopic objects, which means you know, uh, uh, things that are bigger than fucking atoms, right? So like cats, cats, refrigerators, microphones, your fucking huge head. Yeah. Um, oh, my head yeah. is a lot. My head it's has way so than atom. yeah. many atoms in it. <laughs> um, my head is like seventeen billion atoms. Right. I don't. I probably. You know, you could be. You could be right. That'd be fucking crazy if you threw out that number. And that's exactly how many atoms. Just what it is. That's like your one like genius talent. Is you can tell how many atoms are in things. <laughs> it's totally useless though. Like, yeah, what would you possibly like, fucking know that? Um. Okay. Okay, shit's so, getting intense. Yeah. So do you do you get what I'm saying? I'm, fu- I'm I get it and I'm into it, uh-huh. but it's kind of scary. It is. It this is, is a little weird, right? Yeah, it's weird. So the thing is, Schrodinger came up with this thought experiment, uh-huh. and it's not that a lot of people, uh, f- f- you know, they have this misconception that uh, that he believed that it it could it could happen that cats could exist in both both alive and dead states. So that that's a theory, right? Schrodinger right. cat is that. Well, so let me get into Schrodinger's cat in a second. Okay. Let me just explain this. That Schrodinger actually uh, came up with this thought experiment of Schrodinger's cat uh, as a way to show how absurd the Copenhagen interpretation of quantum physics is. Oh, really? Because okay? he, he, he thought it was... Because it's crazy. Because he's reacting... He reacted the same way you just reacted. Which is like, that's fucking... What the fuck does that mean? That's impossible. Right. Right. Okay. Um, what's ironic is that... Uh, some of the people who were like 
into the Copenhagen interpretation were like, yeah, that's just what happens. Oh, really? Yeah, they just fucking like leaned into it. Whoa. Um, and uh, and there's and they haven't been disproven. Is the thing too. Really? So, the, so it's not. So we until don't know for today, sure. No, no. Until you and I <laughs> bravely step up and we disprove these creeps. Well, no, actually, because I actually think it's kind of a rad idea. Oh. Um, well. But yeah. So, but just hold on, because there's way more. There's so much more. Yikes. Um, all right. So let's get into the the actual experiment. Okay. Okay. So we kill Tim the cat. So no, no, we, no. Don't, we don't kill Tim the cat. Tim is so peacefully and cutely yeah, sleeping. This right cat now. is just sleeping right no now. No idea that we're talking about. Uh, he's just he's going to go through this grisly murder. Um, we don't have to actually kill the cat if you don't want to. I thought we. I mean, the whole point of the podcast was that we got to kill the cat. <laughs> At the end of every podcast, <laughs> we just murder an animal. Murder <laughs> an animal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so okay. get into it. So what happens? Okay, so he gets, so he takes, so, okay. He thinks about this situation where you have a cat, you put it in a box. And it's quite the situation. It's quite a situation. Um, it's got abs and everything. He puts <laughs> the cat, <laughs> he puts the cat in a box. Okay. <laughs> he goes, the cabs are here. And he goes, and he cabs are here. The cat. And yeah. Burgers. And then, you know, you open the box, the cat's dead, and then you go, burgers for the boy. Yep. Jim Tan Laundry. Let's do <laughs> yeah, it. Jim Tan Laundry. Um, all right. So he, uh, you put a cat in a box. Also in the box is this apparatus. Basically. What is up with these guys in boxes, do you think? Which, what guys? These f- oh, oh. So, yeah, the other guy. And the, now this guy. Physicists. They're not philosophers, they're physicists. Whatever they are. <laughs> I like you still you don't know the difference between physics and philosophy do you well <laughs> ph- well no <laughs> all right well they're kind of both um gravity yeah it's physics <laughs> say are you saying words well no, no gravity is physics what else is physics gravity um, is physics yeah uh, uh what else i don't know if inertia inertia is physics yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah what do you right. say to that Okay, fine. So you know the difference between physics and philosophy. A little. Um, but anyway, let's get back to this. Okay, so the cat's in the box. Cat's in the box. It's having fun. Um, it's ha- Yeah, I guess it's having fun for now. They love boxes. I don't know what it is. Cats love boxes. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. So actually, he didn't even have to trick the cat to get into this box. <laughs> the cat was the cat ready. He jumped into this box, and he's yeah. like, well, this is convenient. <laughs> <laughs> because... Because it just so happens that I have this apparatus that's possibly going to murder it, and they say um, that curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, well, yeah. So is see, that is it's it, all? It all ties together. Is man. that where this came from? Do you think? No, I don't know. No, I bet it did. Okay, fine. <laughs> I bet it did. Um, I don't <laughs> I have no interest or the time to argue with you about this. <laughs> so sure, let's call it that. Yeah. Uh, curiosity led this cat to jump in this box. This box had this apparatus. Uh, I have to explain how it's set up because okay. this is important. Yeah, there's an atom in there. There's one atom that's highly radioactive, and all that means is that it could decay at any moment and release like whatever, uh, like beta rays or beta rays, a neutron or something. You don't have to worry about what that shit is. I Just could. know that the that the atom is radioactive, which means that it could it, part of its nucleus could come off and and shoot off. Somewhere. Okay. Okay. Um, in it, part of its nucleus, it releases out of out of itself or whatever. Yeah. In in the form of energy of radioactive energy. Wow. Okay. There's a Geiger counter there to detect this radioactive energy to detect whatever came out of the nucleus. Of course. Okay. That Geiger counter once it detects a nu- uh, 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 a radioactive event or whatever, um, it's starts a process that like releases a hammer and then the hammer breaks this flask that's full of poison gas and the poison gas slowly and brutally and graphically kills this cat like turns its lungs inside out and like its fur falls off and all this why why, why would you invent this what why did he invent this because it's rad it's fucking rad as hell what is this guy's problem well he's german first of all he's german schrodinger yeah he's german well i thought maybe he lived in America, and he was a, of German descent. No. Ooh, no, 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 dude. he was Austrian. I totally forgot about that shit. <laughs> this changes everything. Yeah, oh, that's another interesting thing. It doesn't really have to do with this thing, but uh, all, all these guys were like fucking German scientists, and they had, uh, 
they had weird relationships with the Nazis. Actually, Schrodinger was cool. He actually hated the Nazis. Good. Yeah. But, um, you know why? Because the Nazis are bad. The Nazis are bad. Yeah. This other guy, Werner Heisenberg, who's another big guy in, uh, in the quantum physics. Breaking bad. Right. <laughs> it's funny because now every time I hear Heisenberg, I just think of fucking Brian Cranston. Yeah. I think of the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. How weird is that? Yeah. Can we just talk about how, real quick, that's fucking weird, right? Well, that he basically stole his name? No, that it's a dad from Malcolm in the oh, Middle. Oh, yeah, it's a guy from Malcolm in the Middle. Do you remember, the, there was like this... He's a great uh, actor. He was a very good actor. Who fucking knew? Yeah. I liked to d- dance around in his tidy whitey. I had no idea that guy was a great actor. Mm-hmm. Then I saw that show, and I went, oh, you're pretty good at this. Yeah, he's not bad. No, he's 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 got I'll, range. I'll say Ben, he's pretty good. <laughs> so what happens? So okay. they break open the gas. Cat's dead. So it kills the cat. So the whole thing inside the box, the cat's life is basically in the hands of this one atom, and whether it decays or not. Okay, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. Now the act of it decaying is a quantum of is a quantum state. Um, because it's random because it's random. There's no way to tell when it's going to, when it's going to decay. Okay. So again, we go back to single, uh, particles. Uh-huh. You can't predict their behavior, but when you have like a lot of them, you can, you can detect patterns and then you can predict them. But there's only one. There's only one. If there were like a there bunch of atoms. There can be only one. Exactly. Yeah. It's like Highlander. This yeah. is like the, this Adam won the Adam Highlander competition or whatever <laughs> the highlander adam yeah um it's the highlander adam um but like if you had a bunch of them right you know that they would start decaying you know the half-life of it the half-life is when half of it decays how long it takes for half of it to decay um but when you have only one you have no idea when it's gonna when it's gonna decay and therefore when it's gonna set off the geiger counter and therefore when it's gonna uh, set off the hammer therefore when it's gonna smash the flask Therefore, when it's going to fucking kill the cat. So it's all completely random. It's all completely random. It's either, it's, at least in this case, we, it's a 50-50 probability. So, so far, this whole thing makes sense. Uh-huh. I don't know why you'd put a cat in there and set this whole thing up, but right. that's neither here nor there. Well, but everything else you're talking about... I mean, it's Saturday. Like, you know. <laughs> everything else you're talking about, so far, this makes sense. You got it. Right. Okay. What now? So basically, you seal the box, right? right? And you wait. Like an hour. Okay. In that time, in the hour, is the cat alive or is it dead? I don't know. So, right. You don't know, but it has to be one or the other, right? Right. Wrong. What? According to the Copenhagen interpretation of quantum physics, the cat is both alive and dead during that hour. See, this is where I go off the cliff. Mm -hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? So that's 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 actually kind of it. Like there's what? not much there's not much else to understand. Like basically the cat exists the cat exists in this weird limbo. We're actually but how? Because that's just how quantum states exist. So is this again, because we can't is, see the cat? Again, because yeah, because during that time so we, we have observed we haven't observed it. We haven't observed what happened inside the box. And therefore we haven't actualized any one of the possibilities inside the box so both possibilities exist at the same time okay okay so it's that so it's in a superposition everything inside that box is in a superposition okay and a superposition means that it can be it's it's in two states simultaneously and then it's only at the point that we open the box and see what's going on inside that the cat is either alive or dead so all this is is we the cat could is both alive and dead mm-hmm. because we can't see it. Yeah. What if we have a hidden camera inside? Does that disprove everything? Well, if you have okay, so yeah, that's a good question because if you it's have a, a great question, <laughs> um, there's a lot of pe- a lot of people respond. Uh, or there's a, a lot of scientists have responded to this thought experiment in different ways. If you so if you include a, a camera inside. Uh, and you're watching it the whole time, then the cat is just alive up until the atom decays and sets off the apparatus and then kills the cat. Right. Okay, so there's no superposition because there's an obs- there's an observer from the start. Right. Okay. Here's what's, here's what's fucking wild. What's wild? If you have a hidden camera in there, okay? Yeah. And then you step out of the room, okay? And then you come back 
maybe like, I don't know, a month later. Whoa. Um, at that point, the cat is obviously dead because you've starved it to death. <laughs> yeah, you're a <laughs> sociopath. Least. Yeah. I mean, hopefully the fucking gas killed it before it starved to death. Huh? Um, but if you watch the video, if, if you leave it in isolation um, and then you watch the video later and it turns out that the cat died maybe half an hour in because the atom uh, decayed half an hour in, the atom decayed a half an hour in only because you watched the video of it uh, of it decaying half an hour in. Interesting. Yeah. So the fact of you viewing the video killed the cat and knowing and no, so this is an implication. This isn't true. This is like maybe part this of, is the true. Ex- of the thought experiment. Yeah, it's very it's very speculative. But like some people say that 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 happens that you could like watch the video later and it's only the the act of viewing the video that kills the cat killed the cat in the past the blood is on your hands yeah the past blood yeah oh dude okay so we're gonna get into these other interpretations that put so much blood on your hands what i didn't do anything well you started the experiment Oh shit! You put I did. The cat, yeah, you put Tim in the box, right? And you set up this this crude <laughs> apparatus. How funny would it be if you came over just to hang out and like I'm like sweating, and you're like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "Dude, you're not going to believe the afternoon I had. <laughs> I set up a Geiger machine." Yeah. He's like, Wait, what? It's like, where, did you, where did you get a radioactive atom? <laughs> what? And where? Did you, how did you only get one? Well, you know. Um, I know people. Yeah, you know a guy. You have an uh, Adam guy. I got a guy, Ben. <laughs> okay. So, the, so the, the Copenhagen interpretation says that the cat exists uh, as alive or dead at the same time. Right. Um, or, or that it is neither alive nor dead. So it gets, it, it's actually kind of nebulous. It's very weird. Like the Copenhagen interpretation says that basically like from the time that you put the cat in the box and seal the box to the point that you open the box and observe what's happened. Uh, the cat doesn't exist at all, and neither does the Geiger counter. Neither does the um, the atom, the hammer, the flask of poison, or whatever. Why? Because you can't see it. Because it's in this kind of weird state of quantum reality that doesn't. It it just doesn't like register in our minds. Okay. Like we can't comprehend it. It's in this state that like it's almost as if it were in another dimension. I feel like this is all a lot of overthinking. I mean, it it, it Look, kind of is, but it isn't. a cat in a box, maybe, well, I don't know. Maybe it's not. Now I'm saying it out loud. Yeah. Because the cat's in the box, and it's dead or it's not dead, then how is it at the same time? So it's not that it's alive or dead at the same time, alive and dead at the same time. It's that it's not, it's like in this other state. It's this completely different state of reality. Weird. That includes both possibilities. But it's in the state that just does it doesn't match like like our right now concrete sense of reality. It's I might in, lock you in a box. Uh, please don't. <laughs> well, I got to figure this out. <laughs> well, in an experiment. So this is so that's actually a good point because that actually leads to other. There's so there's other interpretations. There's like not what? Just, there's not just the Copenhagen interpretation. Yeah, I'm sick of these guys. Okay, so there's another interpretation called the many worlds uh, interpretation. Uh, what they say is that. The whole time, um, when you put the cat in the box, mm-hmm. the cat's just uh, alive up until the point that you observe it, right? When you observe it, the point that you observe it, the act of observation could, leads it to actualize into one of two possibilities, right? Alive or dead. So the point that you observe it, the point that you open the box it creates two different realities that sprout off. So there's a timeline, basically, uh, where the cat is dead. You open the, the box and the cat is dead. But there's another equally real timeline that opens up that the cat, where the cat is alive. Do you think it's equally real yourself? Well, there's no way to know. Why not? Because that's, the two realities don't intersect anymore. That's, it's the opposite. That's where they branch off. Dude, this is like DC Comics. Yeah, it's exactly like DC Comics. It's like, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like science. This is where it gets into science fiction stuff. So what's funny, man, there's okay. There's a lot of responsibility on our shoulders now. Exactly. I feel I, like every, holy shit, what man. What I was going to say, dude. Do you know what this means? <laughs> yeah, because when you, <laughs> when I was reading about this, 
<laughs> it made me realize that like in the act of opening the box, you you kill at least one cat. Yeah. <laughs> but the- so you you're a, so you're a, even if you live even if even if you open the box and then you find yourself in the timeline where the cat lives. Yeah. I still the, murdered a cat. The past you, which is still you who opened the box, also killed this cat in this other reality. Holy shit. Yeah. So you're a cat murderer. So everything I do, something. <laughs> every Whoa. time you do something, yeah. What is so like every time I beat off, I create a timeline where I don't beat off. Well, no, um, it's it's just it's it's that act of observation is the thing that's really important. Well, I'm observing myself beating off. So okay, so let's say I'm outside the door right now. Right. Okay. So I know that there's a fifty fifty probability that, that cat, I'm beating that cat off. is beating off. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. a higher than that. So the act of me opening the door actualizes the. So according to the Copenhagen interpretation, the act of me opening the door and finding you just abusing your body in, in the most brutal ways possible. Yeah. Um, that uh, so I actualize either one of those possibilities by observing you. Crazy. Okay. So you, but before that point, before I open the door, you're in a in a super state of reality where you're both beating off and not beating off at the same time. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Um, but in the many worlds, uh, interpretation, as soon as I open the door, I create two new timelines Dang, where one, where you're beating off and one where you're not beating off. So can we be held accountable for these alternate universes? You think? I mean, like in a court of law, well, in a court yes of law. And no, no, I don't think so because can you imagine trying to do that in, in like, <laughs> like a criminal yeah, case? No, it's impossible. Yeah. You're like, no, yeah. You well, I do shot that. her, but then. An alternate universe, I didn't shoot her. So right. there's that. Right. And then, and then what about the poor schmuck on the other side? Who's like, well, I, I, I didn't actually, I shot at her, but I didn't, but the bullet didn't hit her. That's what I'm saying. And then it's like, well, in the other universe, the bullet hit her. So and we have Max Planck to thank for all of this. For all of this, yeah. God, he didn't even know what he was creating. There's another interpretation called rel- the relational theory. Who, what is up with which, that? Okay, so what, basically what that says is that Think about the cat inside the box. I'm th- that's all I've been thinking about. <laughs> right, but think about it. Like, why can't it be an observer? Because, like, when the when the atom decays, the cat observes it because it sees the Geiger counter go off. Yeah, the cat's in the box, right? Hell yeah! So the cat's just alive up until the atom fires and sets off the Geiger counter, and then it and then the cat's dead, right? So it's not in a. It doesn't believe that itself is in a superposition right it's obviously either one thing up until it's another does that make sense yeah okay but to us since we're outside of this isolated environment which is the box we are the the cat is and everything inside of it the box is in a super state until you observe it crazy okay now this is even weirder what okay let's say that you and i are in this room right now and we're watching we're just looking at the box we haven't opened the box yet okay we have boring lives right just looking at a box. Just looking at a box, like <laughs> trying to figure out whether Tim is dead or alive. Okay, but we'll never know if Tim is dead or alive until we open the box. Right. Okay. But you could say um, that the room that we're in is our own little like sphere of isolation. Right. Okay. So we, at any given point, let's say like in an hour we have the decision whether to open up the box or not. Yeah. So we're in a superposition to anyone outside of the room because we don't, because they don't know whether we've opened the box yet or not. Yeah. And in relation to them, the person outside, say Jay, cause Jay's in the other room. Right. All right. Where he belongs, where he belongs. If Jay opens the door and comes into this room, uh, to see what we're doing, the act of him coming in to see what we're doing, uh, actualizes us whether we open the box or not. And then in turn, that branches out into whether Tim is alive or dead. Crazy. So to, so to Jay right now, there's actually double the amount of many worlds or many realities. So this guy, this Schrodinger guy, he created this kind of to be like, fuck you, right? Sort of to say the Copenhagen interpretation is, is patently absurd. But they're right? super into it. But they're into it. They're like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's a possibility. It's kind of like when the and Beastie the Boys... They, they, can't be, they can't be disproven because there's no way to know. It's like when the Beastie Boys 
did fight free right to party. Uh-huh. They meant that as a joke. Right. But people were like really into it. Exactly. It's exactly like fight free. It's right exactly to like the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, Schrodinger was basically the fourth Beastie Boy. That's crazy. Yeah. But let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Do you think any of this shit is real? So. What's the, the validity of this? Because we were almost at an hour. Okay, well, so the. The validity of it, whether like you know the cat is, it's it all. It really depends on how you, how you interpret or what you mean by the that period with w- before you observe it. So you can either say, I mean, like, what do I? If you're asking me what I personally believe, um, I mean, I just think it's it's just a a, a state of probability. Um, it's not anything like super cosmic i don't believe in the many worlds thing um because there's no way to prove it like i don't know what i believe when it comes well to the, you know but, to, it, but how can you prove anything how can you prove a mother's love um well you can never prove that no but well, um i don't know how you prove it but the, the point is, is that you can't prove that the cat that the cat is alive or dead and so because of that there's all these like other ways you could go with it so you're saying you don't know i don't know i don't know because i think i'm all in on this are you in on what which interpretation all of it so you think that you think that the cat is like in this state of being i don't until i say it out loud once i say it out loud i realize it might be true but in my head it's not true yeah well so I, i guess i don't believe that I don't believe that, like, if Tim is the cat we're talking about, I don't believe that Tim is, like, literally alive and dead at the same time. Right. I think that... No, I don't either. I think that in that time frame, from when you put Tim in the box and then you observe it, um, it's nonsensical to say that he's alive or dead. Crazy. So, what, did you do you get everything? Yeah. Do you understand it? I do. I fucking explained Schrodinger's cat to you? I think I learned something. Tight. Uh, yeah. I'm so, what does this have to do with philosophy? Well, so, I mean, it's, it's about the nature of reality. Crazy. Um, the implication of Schrodinger's cat and of all of quantum physics is uh, that um, objective reality, as, as we thought we knew it, doesn't exist. It's, it's, like, it's this weird, nebulous, kind of like un, unknowable, like chaotic whatever there's no words there's literally it's, no words yeah to and it. so why even try well so the only reason why we should try is to correlate it with our experience so certain you can you can get certain scientific laws that correlate with our experience but you have to kind of have this caveat knowing that these scientific laws all these like mathematical formulas all that shit doesn't describe physical reality outside of ourselves it only describes how the the physical reality or the outside world uh, interacts with our own perception, and that our own perception is is um, like essential and instrumental in creating the reality itself. That's Boom. fucking crazy, yeah, dude! Cool. Yeah. Holy shit! So, like, all of reality kind of exists in this like weird like limbo state between objectively material outside and like ideal inside our own heads kind of so what that's nuts so, so it's wh- part matter and part consciousness what are your final thoughts on this um i'm just like i want to kill tim so much <laughs> <laughs> your takeaway is endless bloodlust yeah <laughs> um no the the takeaway is that uh it's i mean it's pretty cool it's like it, but it's also kind of sad and unsettling because it means that we'll never, ever, ever know what reality is like outside of our own, outside of ourselves. We'll never, we'll never get outside of our own heads. No. Yeah. It's like, you know, what if I see the color green, right? Uh-huh. Then you see the color green, but in your head it's red. Right. Yeah. Never think about that? Yeah. That's another, that's another episode. Crazy. Yeah. This was nuts. That's cool. This was crazy. You got it? You feel a little more? I think I get it. Cool. So, what do you want to do now? (laughs) I don't know. I got this box. Why? I don't... (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm kind of scared to do anything now. Well, yeah, because every time you do something, it fucking launches into another. Oh my god! Another thing. Oh, there's another fucking interpretation. What? Where basically that like. Uh, some people say that any sort of any sort of physical interaction with any other piece of matter counts as an observation. So everything, so like everything, like dealing with like the the cat, right, makes the cat not like both alive and dead or anything like that. But the sum total of all the interactions kind yeah. of like reduces the 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 probability of everything happening into a way where like. It's not so much that Tim right now is like alive. He's like ninety nine point nine 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 something percent alive, and like point 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 zero 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 something something dead. Whoa! Um, but for all intents and purposes, since he's like that much more alive than dead, it's just it's more convenient for us to just say he's alive. But like, if you get down to the quantum level, he's like exactly ninety nine point whatever alive and point zero whatever dead and so are all of we all of us so what do we what do we do uh fucking party dude i might not i might just like sit in my room okay and just do nothing i mean that's that's fucking lame <laughs> well no because i'm because then i'm gonna walk outside mm-hmm. and all of a sudden oh i took a step here yeah so that means in this alternate reality, you got run over by a bus. Yeah, yeah, but you'll never you'll never meet that that. But other how do you know? Oh, well, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure you won't. Fuck. I think if any timelines like reconnected, it would destroy the universe. Well, how do we keep that from happening? There's no, there's no way we can. God damn it! Yeah. It's the same. You were so okay. <laughs> this whole fucking thing was for me to understand <laughs> life better. Right. And now, uh-huh. everything's fucked. <laughs> you ruined me. Well, actually, everything's fucked now because you observed it, so it's your fault. Oh, shit. Yeah. Boom, gotcha. Dang. Boom. There goes the dynamite. Wow. That, that seems as good a place as any to end this, this thought experiment. Yeah, you have any more questions? No. All right, cool. We did it. Yeah, we fucking did it. We fucking did it. First episode, I explained Schrodinger's cat to Pat. That's Schrodinger's Pat. Schrodinger's Pat. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. That's the name of the episode. Well, folks, thanks, thanks for checking out. I learned nothing. Uh, turns out I learned something today. Cool. So thanks for explaining it. Yeah, no problem, buddy. And uh, what do you have going on? You have a Twitter you can plug. People can follow you, right? Oh, yeah. Well, there's a Facebook page for the podcast that uh, we're hoping to for people to go and like. So go and like it yeah. uh, if you haven't. Also, my personal Twitter is Gristleporn, at right. Gristleporn. That's, uh, Gristle's cat. Gristle's cat. No, it's Gristleporn, G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. And uh, that's I, it. My, mine is at Pat Dean, and I'm changing my Twitter name to Schrodinger's Pat as we speak. <laughs> so follow me on there. I got thoughts about the universe. None of them are as deep as this fucking guy, yeah. this cat, but I'm trying. I'm trying, Ben. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to help you, man. So thanks for thanks for checking it out. Thank you for listening. And thank you and good night and uh watch out for these cats, man. All right, fuck you. International. <laughs>